Welcome to our Living in the Garden podcast. We cannot even begin to express how grateful we are that you are here with us today as we share in our friendship with you and one another. You are here with Allie, Haley, and Taylor, and we are overjoyed to walk through this living garden hand in hand with you. Join us each week as we chat about authentic friendship, our struggle buses, accompaniment, and all of the happies and crappies in between. Without further ado, grab a cup of coffee or a rice cake, cuddle up in your comfy, and let the fun begin. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. We want to thank you for joining us again today. We're already on episode five, which is pretty amazing that we've already been doing the podcast for this long. Um, So yeah, we just want to thank you for being here today. And yeah, Allie, do you want to get started with the Rose and Thorn of the Week? Oh, you know it, girl. Um, I have several, but I'll make them short and snappy. We'll start with the thorn. I don't think it's a thorn. It made me happy looking back at it. But in the moment, I was like, wow, Allie, you should have known better. I was talking to one of my students at school, and he told me something, and I really didn't hear it. And so I asked him again, and I was like, what did you say? And this is all happening in Spanish. So, you know, translation sometimes gets lost in it. But I was pretty sure that he was telling me that he had marijuana in his house. And I was like, huh. And so I was like, like, ask him again. Make sure he said what you think he said. <laughs> and he said it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he's saying that. So I was like, do you have marijuana? And he's like, no! <laughs> Granted, this is a sixth grade boy. <laughs> I was like, Allie, why did you think to ask that? Uh, turns out he has iguanas in his house. And I don't know what is worse at this point, but very big mistake on my part. You just never talk about drugs to kids, okay? Regardless if you hear them say it or not, you just change that conversation. And so thankfully, I was able to get out of it okay, but definitely just a bad moment on my part. I need to stop saying things that I think I hear because it just doesn't go well sometimes. So that was a bit of a thorn, but a funny. a constant theme in your life right now. <laughs> In the art classroom. The art classroom really gets me. Or maybe, thing is, I clean my ears every day. It's fine. <laughs> um, But I guess if I'm getting old, that makes sense. I This kind of was from last week, but I forgot to mention it. But one morning, Haley and I have our coffee each morning. And the other morning, I was like, Haley, I have the best idea. I'm going to start putting my daily multivitamin by the coffee pot because I drink it every day. And that's just such a good reminder to you to take my vitamin. And she's like, Alec, that's not really an original idea. My grandma does that. <laughs> and so I'm like, wow, look at me putting my pills next to the coffee pot. <laughs> It was so funny because I'm like, Allie, everybody over the age of 45 does that. (laughs) I realized that quickly. Uh, So that was kind of funny. And then the other night, um, Haley was helping me make a bitmoji so I could be hip, cool, and relatable with my kids. And that was really fun for her to do for me because I couldn't figure it out myself. And while I was doing that, I while she was doing that, I was making soup. And I don't know if you guys have ever had lemon chicken orzo soup, but that was what I was making. And to make it, you have to like make the soup and then the egg part is the cream and so I had to whisk these eggs and lemon juice together and I had to pour it slowly into my boiling soup but I had to pour it in a way that it wouldn't scramble the eggs as I was pouring it in there and I was like I read the instructions like 
15 times and I'm like Haley I'm so scared that I'm going to scramble the eggs in my soup and it's gonna be so gross and as I'm pouring it in sure enough we get some to scramble so I had this soup with scrambled egg chunks floating in it and it was so funny looking but it honestly turned out to be good so it was a high for the week but just really funny I hope you all can imagine some scrambled eggs floating in your soup Uh, I want to imagine that no the best part was is it was like a paragraph instructions of how to pour these eggs into the soup it was like pour some warm-ish soup into the eggs first to warm up the eggs then warm-ish thank you for that descriptive word (laughs) sorry we'll have to find that (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was a lot but I felt like they all needed they all deserved their moment in the spotlight those moments no thank you for sharing I loved it anytime uh Haley how about you what happened this week let's see my thorn of the week is I've been thoroughly disappointed in the Walmart pickup grocery orders these days. I They missed nine items were out of stock from Walmart for my last grocery order. That's like half my list. So I had to try to figure out what the heck to make this entire week, but it's been okay. I've been using my resources, such as the other food that I have on hand, but the one thing that they didn't have was milk. And so I was like, well, how am I going to eat breakfast in the morning? I was like, okay, it's fine. I have leftover milk. (laughs) I'm sorry, Allie knows where this is going. (laughs) Um, I have leftover milk from last week. I'm sure it's probably still fine. So then I went to warm up my car. So I've been really pushing my limits on how much time to give myself in the morning. I was like, I'll just warm up my car while I'm eating my cereal in my car and just sit in the car. And so as I was eating my cereal in the car, I'm like, this does not taste good. This milk is definitely sour, but at this point it was too late to go back. So I just ate my my uh, cereal in sadness and then I drove to school, but I didn't get sick. So that's the high of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that should not be a high. That is so <laughs> this is also the same girl who when she didn't have any milk in the fridge but poured herself a bowl of cereal decided to pour water from the water pitcher into her cereal just so that she didn't have to eat it dry yeah Haley I don't know how many times I need to say this just eat it dry it will be better than these other options my issue is like I don't care how the cereal tastes in the morning I just need myself to not feel so hungry that I could eat anything and so it no no, Taylor it takes me so long to chew it I can't make it your health matters more than that you know what I mean (laughs) okay you got me there (laughs) go to quick trip while your car is warming up I don't know buy some milk there (laughs) but Taylor in the budget for the week (laughs) but Kaylee go to school bring a quarter they probably have milk for sale for breakfast Could you imagine me walking in and asking for a carton of milk from like the secretary? <laughs> Just bribe kids to give you their school milk. I'd be like, "Gimme, toss me your granola bar, and I'll give you a stick of gum." <laughs> and he'd be like, "Okay," because like you know, in elementary school, gum is like a currency. True <laughs> that. Uh rose of the week was I do like an after-school program with these kids and it's seriously a blast there's like 
five kids and I just get to see the same five kids every day after school and it's so fun like yesterday we had a paper airplane race and I won so that was nice so we just made paper airplanes and threw them down the hallway just so we can make them the farthest and then we got to go play football outside and we just made up random plays and like flew on the ice because there's like three inches of ice underneath the snow right now so we just got to like slide around so that's been really fun doing that every day after school. I thoroughly appreciate that you aren't afraid to beat the children because no. that's like a good thing to teach them. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like if I'm better than you, of course I'm gonna win. <laughs> then I'm better than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fourth graders. <laughs> it was funny. This one fourth grader this week, she told me, Tell Brian, I need to race you tomorrow because I think I could beat you. I was like, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> dream crusher sometimes I do it depends on the kid you know like if they're like the competitive ones that need a little like check to like you know bring that that humility back into play I'll beat them but if they're like they need a little confidence booster then I'll let them beat me Mm -hmm. you just got to read the situation but most of the time I win (laughs) (laughs) okay I love that Taylor. (laughs) Taylor what's your uh Rosenthorn of the week Okay, I think my thorn this week is that I had to deal with my first ever like boy physical fight. So I have had most of my teaching experience with younger grades. And of course they fight and they call each other names and they do whatever, but they're not like throwing fists out there, you know, in first grade. But once you get to fourth and fifth grade, they're pretty physical and they're pretty strong actually, I would say too. I mean, I wouldn't fight these boys. They could definitely take me down. So that was kind of just difficult because I have never really had to do that. So I was just like making it up as I went along sort of, um, of how to like have the conversation about what had happened and trying to work through it. Um, So that was kind of hard, but it also was a good learning experience. Um, The principal ended up coming in her room and talking with my kids too. So it was kind of a whole, whole little drama. But overall, it was good. The boys forgave each other. We haven't had a fight since. So that is good. My rose of the week, though, is that I got to watch my little sister dance this past Thursday, which was such a gift because I didn't think I was going to get to watch her dance this year because of COVID and they're being so strict about how many people get to come in and stuff. But my mom was able to get an extra ticket, so I got to watch her dance. And dance is just one of the biggest joys in my life, truly. I just love watching it and supporting her in that way so that was super fun for me to get to do thanks for sharing ladies how about we get into our topic of conversation for this week Uh, we can start off with our quote it is from psalm 32 verse 8 and it says i will instruct you and show you the way you should walk give counsel and watch over you so Haley. Can I ask you, um, what time is it? Hey, Allie, it's boy for o'clock. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> hey, what's boy for? So cringy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so at this summer camp I worked at, we had this saying called boy for. So if a camper asked what time it was, which was 
basically 10 times per hour from each camper, you would say boyfa and then they would just move on. So what it is, it's called be where your feet are. And it's kind of just another way of saying uh, just to like live in the moment or to live in the present. And so you don't need to worry about like what's next or what happened beforehand. You just need to like worry about where your feet are at the moment. So boyfa stands for be where your feet are. Ooh, that's some good stuff. Uh, because how often do all of us ask the Lord, um, so what's happening next? <laughs> or um, where are we going from here? Or what do you have planned? Or what time is it? <laughs> because we don't wear watches. But honestly, in a very real sense, I feel like I find myself, I know other friends who find themselves in that situation um, of just like wanting that next thing you feel me Mm -hmm. uh just yeah wanting to know what's next and it's like probably not a bad thing maybe to want to know what's next but it really does take us out of the here and now um and kind of doesn't really let us sit with the grace that we're experiencing in the moment and the peace and just the beauty that the lord is working in our lives in the here and in the now where our feet are So one thing I've heard before is that you can't encounter God in the past and you can't encounter him in the future. And I do think that's so true. Um, You can only encounter him right now in what's happening. So of course, it's not bad to look back and to reflect on our past experiences because we can learn from them, but we can't live there because that's not where we are. And of course, it's not bad to plan because it is prudent in some ways to plan for things, but we also can't encounter the Lord there because that's also not where we are. We truly only are where we are are in the moment Mm, so true I think it's yeah so common for all of us to just want to know the plans because it somehow brings us this like sense of security and we we really strive on like having a sense of security with our lives or like it's kind of like a false sense of security in a way because we're like well once I know everything then I'll be fine it's like yeah it's not really (laughs) the way that it always works but sometimes we do find that comfort just in the knowledge of what the future holds Uh, but in doing so, I feel like we often miss the one who will bring us that everlasting steadiness and peace, uh, because only with him is where we can really find that true rest and that true, just total peace and goodness. Um, and I think that he really does continue to just call to our, each of our little weary hearts and says, uh, let me do the heavy lifting. Like I, I brought you this far. And why would I not continue bringing you the rest of the way? Trust, trust in me to be your guide like on this journey uh, because I haven't failed you yet and I really don't plan to in the future, you feel? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good thing for us to remember in those moments uh, and just allow ourselves to live in the present because it's truly where his fingerprints are and where everything is that he's doing like right right in the here and in the now and we miss it if we don't focus on it I think we often can fall into the trap of like waiting for the next thing like waiting for the next season of life to start or like waiting to like finally get that job that we've always wanted and once we get that I don't know especially when I first came to college I thought it'd be a lot different than what it actually was it's that sense of like oh I thought this would have been different or you would have felt that peace and security that you've been waiting for. But the Lord just, he desires for us just to see our life as a gift and a blessing that each day really is. Just to surrender that to him because he wants to like just give us 
is peace during each day in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think we can fall into that trap of feeling like once this thing happens, then my life will start as if our life hasn't already been happening the past 20, 30, however many years of your life. Your life started when you were born. It doesn't start when you get the job. It doesn't start when you get the boyfriend or when you get when you get whatever it is that you're waiting for. Your life, your life started when you were born and it's going to continue to go whether or not you get that certain thing that you have your eye on. Our life and our worth is not dependent on these things that the world tells us it is. Mm. So true. I just want to like snap, repeat, retweet that <laughs> because that's so common for all of us to fall into. Uh, but he really is the one that we need to set our eyes on and to set our gaze on and to continue to just live in the moment with him each day. Um, so sometimes I feel like I can get caught up in not wanting to move forward, so being so stuck in where I am because of fear of the future. So I actually am thinking about the future way too much. And I'm just so afraid of it that I don't want to move my feet forward. I just want to stick where I am and where I'm comfortable. The truth is we are so not made for comfort. We are made for greatness. And the only way we can be, we can live out that greatness is if we are willing to move forward. But it's really tricky because you can't live too much in the past. You also can't live too much in fear of the future. You have to truly be able to live right now, which is so much easier said than done. Um, Cause yeah, we can, we're just creatures of thought. And it, when we get caught up in that thought of the past or the future, either way, it can be super hard to just walk on, if that makes sense. There's like that fine balance of continuing to move and continuing to walk and move forward instead of like sticking our heels in the ground and not, like avoiding any movement or saying like, well, I'm in a waiting period, quotation marks. So I'm just going to sit on this bench until the Lord calls me to come and play on the court. Uh, so there is, yeah, just like that fine balance of continuing to move uh, and continuing to be responsive and just cooperate with his grace that he gives us each day. Yeah, I think some people use like that quote unquote waiting period or like discernment time kind of as an excuse to stop moving because they're so afraid. So I think we as Christians need to kind of lead that way of, you know what, I'm not exactly sure, but I think this is where the Lord's leading me. So I'm going to step in boldly into this role, recognizing that if I fall, the Lord's going to catch me. So it can be super hard because, of course, we want to take some time for discernment, but we don't need to discern everything as if it's our like life vocation. Sometimes you just have to make choices. They can be prayerful choices, but we have to make them boldly trusting that the Lord's going to catch us regardless of what happens. Yes. Regardless if we know what behind, what is behind the door or not, <laughs> but continuing to open it and walk through it. Yes. What are some practicals? What do we say for living this out well? So I think one thing that's been super helpful for me in my own journey in living in the now has been keeping a prayer journal and being able to look back and reflect on all of the graces that the Lord has given me just to remind myself that the Lord's going to continue to give me so many good things because that's what he desires to do always so if I'm in kind of a rougher season where I'm just like really lacking hope and really lacking that sense of peace it's so good to go back and to read and to reflect and to see all the ways that the Lord has been faithful to me yeah, that is something I also find really helpful. Uh, but one thing to add on to that is even 
looking back on your past like prayer requests to the Lord and seeing how those prayers like came true in a different like even like a different way like he put his own little twist to it and seeing how that added to your life in like just such a greater capacity like that you could have thought of but it was like better so that's also been something that's really cool and also even like as years go by you can like open up those prayer journals and see what you're praying with in that season and seeing how like the Lord has been faithful like during that year even and then going to the next year I always find that kind of cool too after you do it for a really long time on a very also daily simple basis I've also found that when I'm struggling to be where my feet are in the moment um, and just to find even like the goodness in this season or wherever I'm at right now gratitude checks honestly are kind of my go-to thing so I've done this before where I've um, had a couple of friends and we didn't <laughs> do it like perfectly as we had planned to every day but more often than not we would we would text each other or talk to each other and say hey these are the things that I'm grateful for today and I need you to keep me accountable for it uh, to see like the goodness that is going on and the goodness that the Lord is working in these moments of every day because there is seriously something good in every single day and that really gratitude honestly is really just one of the best medicines and cures for anything if we're being honest but it can really help us to stay in check um, and to just find yeah the way that the Lord's fingerprints um, are on kind of every everything throughout our day it just allows us to see through a new lens but it really does keep us in check of where we are at here and now I would say as well that's such a beautiful idea I love that idea of having a group text message and sharing those things you're grateful for I think that's so beautiful something else I was just going to add on to this um conversation of the practicals is receiving the sacraments regularly I think if we're going to be trying to live with Jesus in the now, we need to be receiving him in the now always. So that means making sure you're getting to church, making sure you're um, just wrapping yourself in all the sacramental grace that the church offers us because they want to prepare us for a life with Christ. And we have to receive the things that they're offering to us. Awesome. Well, hopefully y'all can take a little bit from that or hopefully it just served as a good reminder Okay, ladies, where is the gardener working in your gardens this week? So in my little garden, I've recently started a new book. It's so good. It's the new book by Emily Wilson. I'm pretty sure it's called Open My Heart. And if I'm saying that wrong, I'm really sorry, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. So good though. And I just started reading it and it's really just rocking my world, honestly. So week one has been all about peace. And peace is just such a term that the world has taken and kind of put its own twist on. So in the world's terms, peace would mean that everything in your life is going right. So therefore you can be peaceful, right? But um, to Christians and to the Lord, that is not what peace is. Peace means that you can really, that things will still be okay. Like you have that sense that things will be okay because you know the Lord is working for you. So therefore you can be peaceful because our hope and our peace shouldn't come in things from the world. So it shouldn't come from your friends or your job or your things that you have. And even though it can be tempting to put our peace in those things, that's not what's going to give us that eternal peace. And that's just been a really good perspective check for me because I think I have been placing some of my peace in worldly things. So just been really good to pray with that and gain some clarity this week. 
Okay, uh, for me, so the Lord, yeah, even though I was a little bit stubborn to it at first, um, has really just revealed some knots in my just life, I think, some just areas. So I guess if some of you haven't heard of the term knots before, just imagine like a knot um, in your life. So whatever can be like bound up, like kind of hard to untie, but like twisted and not like really the best. And so there, I've just been finding some of these knots in certain things and, uh, and just seeing the ways that they impact different areas of my life. And usually I am not the best about diving into it. Like I'll acknowledge that it's there. I'll be like, oh, it's probably because of that. And then I'll just move on. I think he's just been really allowing me the space to untie these knots and to give him the space to provide clarity clarity, and should just show me his presence within these knots. And so it's not, it's not a response that I'm familiar with and it's very unlike <laughs> me to be able to give him the space to do that. But I just I very tenderly um, and gently just been feeling his presence. I think for me, the Lord has been reminding me that all he wants is my time and I don't need to come with any like crazy prayer story or gratitude thing just to come and sit and be like Lord to be honest today was kind of rough but I'm happy I made it through with you by my side so I think sacrificial love has been kind of on my heart uh just like being at school with the kids sometimes it's really frustrating even though I love them so much they do some things where it's like guys you know better than this. So just remembering that the Lord loves them so dearly and so do I. Uh, and just him reminding me to live out patience and just to let him flow through me a little bit more than thinking that I can do it on my own, which I definitely cannot. So, so good. He is at work. Uh, well, how about we close up our time in prayer? Haley, I think you're on the, you're on the, Chopping block tonight. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. <laughs> you were gonna say it is people. It's not a chopping block. <laughs> I thought like we were on the TV show Chopped. I was like, who will be on the chopping block tonight? <laughs> okay, but sorry, scratch that. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> not taking it out. People are gonna hear this. <laughs> okay, Haley, continue. <laughs> In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of today and the gift it was to meet with Allie and Taylor tonight as we talk about how to be present to you in our everyday lives and how to grow closer to you, Lord. Through being present, I ask that you just continue to show where your blessings are during our day this week and just to help us be grateful for every moment and to see your fingerprints through everything we do during our day. We ask this through your most holy and precious name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, ladies. Good chatting with you. Yes, so good. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for walking with us today. We hope that you can encounter the garden of your soul this week. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at Living in the Garden Podcast and tune in with us next week. Until then, peace out!